Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to In the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. www.tanyadallaslewis.com. The Music Box is my platform, really God's platform, and a platform for you, too, where we can talk and laugh. And you know what? The Music Box really is the place where you'll find love inside. And guess what? I love you. Well, I don't know about you this day, but he truly looked beyond my faults and saw my need. You know what? I'm so happy and just celebrating because guess what, y'all? Drum roll. God has been so good, and his favor is infinite. I'm telling you. My, me, me, Tanya Dallas Lewis, I have made two appearances on the 27th Stella Award first round ballot. So I am just praising God, and I'm just so grateful. I just had my debut product uh, project, Miracles, come out just this past October. And already on the 27th Stellar Award first round ballot. God is good. So this is my plea to all SAGMA members, all SAGMA members. SAGMA stands for Stellar Award Gospel Music Association. All my SAGMA members, please, please show your girls some love. I'm in category 6 and 14, so I'm really excited about that. You guys, I just don't even know what to say. You know, we have a great show lined up for you today, along with some great music. And guess what? We have the Relationship Answer Man. I'm talking about none other than Apostle William Dallas. He'll be joining us in just a second. And uh, I see we have a caller on the line, so we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to start off with area code 5703. Area code 703, you're on the air with Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Hello? Hi, you're on the music box. Hi, I'm sorry, um, I had my phone on mute. Um, Tanya, I just called to congratulate you for being a stellar award, two-time stellar award nominee, and that was the only reason for my call. I just wanted to call and congratulate you, so congratulations. 
Well, thank you so much. And do you have my CD? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. I play it in my car all the time. Oh, well, thank you, young lady. I do appreciate you. And make sure you stay on the line. We have the Relationship Answer Man that's going to be joining us in just a second, and he's going to be answering some really, really tough questions about relationships. So if you have a question for him, I implore you to just hold on just a second, and please, okay. please give Apostle William Dallas a hard time for me, okay? You think you might do All right. that? Sounds good. <laughs> yes. All right, if you're just tuning in, it's Thursday, and it's a nice, nice Nice, cool day here in the D.C. market. I'm talking about D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And, man, I, again, am just so grateful for all that God is doing. I want to make sure I give a shout-out to the PNBC. That is the Progressive National Baptist Convention that is taking place this week right in Washington, D.C. I was on the lineup on Tuesday and uh, uh, sang my heart out, uh, as well as with recording artists Susan Carter and Raphael Ross as well as Ty Tribbett, and, and, and I'm trying to think of all the people that were uh, are, that are a part of that great weekend, or excuse me, the great week. So shout out to all my friends and family who are attending the PNBC, we call it that for short. You guys have a great time, and I know there's some singing going on. Oh, and you know what? Before I open up, uh, you know, we go into the virtual green room and get Apostle William Dallas out of there. I wanted to also celebrate the other people who are on the Stellar Award first round ballot, and that includes T-Rep Rep, that includes Eva Saviano, that includes Todd Delaney, Todd Ledbetter, that includes the Velasquez family. And am I missing? I know I'm missing. Oh, of course, it includes Greater Mount Calvary, Holy Church, their choir, as well as uh, Elder Cornelius Young. Congratulations to all of us. And, of course, people that you guys have already heard of are also on that ballot. But uh, I'm just excited about all that God is doing. My good friend Tanya Baker, she's on there, too. So congratulations. And, again, a call and a plea. To SAGMA members, we need your vote. Show us some love. We want to make it to that second round. And, family, the second round is where you can vote. The second round is the public round, okay? So this first round is only for current active SAGMA members. They're going to vote. That voting process lasts all the way till September 2nd. And then after September 2nd, they'll re-release the ballot so we can see who's on there. And then... You all can vote. So I'm just, you know, just thanking God for his favor and his mercy. And you know what, you guys? I trust the outcome to him. I trust my outcome on the second round ballot to him. So I have decided I'm not going to have a stake in it one way or the other. I just trust God. He's a good God. And you know what? He's always known what's best for me. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, make sure you guys are on Facebook, in the chat room, on Twitter, telling your mama and your friends. I'm talking about Pookie and them, Madea and them. Tell everybody, Lottie Dottie, everybody, <laughs> that the music box with Tanya Dallas Lewis is on. If you have questions or you want to tune in, please tell them. Air code 646-652-2106. They can join us in the chat room or they can call right on in and talk to my special guest today, the Relationship Answer Man. His name is Apostle William Dallas, and we'll be back with him, uh, and we're going to have some fun. So you guys stick around. We will bring him right out of that virtual green room as soon as we take this music break. All right, y'all. Y'all hold on tight, because we're going to have fun this hour on the music box. So make sure you keep it locked.
For this year, I feel that God is doing something new for the year of order and expectation. This is the year of the power of God in my life.
Claudio Johnson. He is a riot, and he's been a guest on the show. That is his single. I don't know if that's still his single, but it was when he was when he graced the music box. And you guys make sure you pick that up. If you liked it, be sure to go onto iTunes and make sure you download that single. Speaking of iTunes, make sure you download me too. I just celebrated another birthday. Thank you, Jesus. And one of the things I asked for from all of my friends, I said, you know, wouldn't it be cool, you know, because you know how we blow out the candles and we make a wish. Well, my wish was that all 1,280 fans, that's right, all 1,280 fans on my Facebook fan page would download my 99-cent single, When It Calls Your Name. So if you still want to show us some love and show you support, be sure to do that, okay? It's just 99 cents. Well, as I promised, we have a great and hot show lined up for you today. You know, the battle of the sexes will go on forever, at least on this on this side of heaven. Men and women are so different, and I am convinced, especially having been married for almost 13 years, that men are mildly retarded. I know, I know. <laughs> don't really? attack me, don't attack me. <laughs> I really, I, really? I, I, I hear Papa William laughing. I really think this is true, and, you know, in their defense, I'm sure they feel close to, if not <laughs> the same way about us. So we have a special guest today on the Music Box uh, with your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. And today he is returning uh, to the Music Box. You know what, we had him before and we talked about his new book and heard a little bit of his testimony. And you guys enjoyed him so much. I enjoyed him so much that I had to call him back and say, man, can you come back and let's talk more about that awesome book. So introducing to some and presenting to others, Apostle William Dallas. Hey, Uncle, how are you? The crowd goes wild. I am wonderful. <laughs> I am wonderful. Congratulations on birthday. Congratulations on Stella. Congrats. Oh, my Lord. You're just everywhere. God is, is amazing. He's doing wonderful things through you. It's a Dallas thing. It is. It is. He's he's a kind and loving father. You know, you, you've heard and you've seen in Scripture, especially in the Psalms, where it talks about his loving kindness. Kindness is better yeah, than and life. I marvel at that because it could have just said kindness, but it exactly. gave the adjective before that that said loving kindness. And that wasn't lost on me. Man, he's a good God. <laughs> he's a wonder. He's a wonder. He's a wonder. He's Thank a wonder. All right, so, so let's wonderful. get down to business because you know. Uh, do, you, do you agree with the statement, my opening statement, that men are a, a little bit retarded? Do, would you agree? I can't agree with they're a little bit retarded. <laughs> I can't agree. With, I'll get put out of the, the, the men's uh, United Nations of Church of God in Christ and Baptist. I'll be put out the association. They'll pull my badge off. They'll, they'll bow their heads in shame. No, I can't. I can't agree with that. I can agree that the communication base is just crazy. It's 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 really interesting. And the more that I study and more I read, the more I realize how much of a deficit it is when it comes to how we communicate with you guys and how you guys communicate with us. So I will agree with that part of it. So. Um, let me let me jump in and throw something in here. We'll just we'll start going. We'll go from here. I was looking in earlier this week in Ephesians because Ephesians is for those of you that don't know the fifth chapter of Ephesians twenty five through twenty seven. Basically, is the one where husbands love your wife as Christ mm-hmm. loved the church and gave himself mm-hmm. for it. And twenty six says so that he might sanctify her with the cleansing, having her cleansed by the washing of the word. 
And I, I, I'm a big proponent of words. What do you say? <laughs> women are incubators, and, and whatever you say to the men, if you hear me, I say this everywhere I go. Women are incubators. When you say something to them, they're going to take it in. They're going to incubate it, and then they're going to present it back to you larger than when you gave it to them. So you have to be very careful what you say to them because they they contemplate. They're constantly going through information. They're constantly contemplating. And if you don't give clarity, what will happen is they'll in turn go down a different road, and you're wondering how they got down that road. And the next thing you know when they present it back to you, honey, I didn't say that. No, you said exactly that. 1972 at 3 p.m., you had on blue socks, red (laughs) shirt, and you had a part on the right side of your head. We, on the other hand, are what I tell most ladies, fact, then fluff. We need facts. We need to know what you're saying, when you're saying it, how you're saying it, and why are you telling me this particular information. And most men will tell you, we really don't want to argue. We we pretty much want to get the point across and get back to the game. So mm-hmm. we don't really want So I found out that in, Washington, in reading this passage, I realized that the word, matter of fact, the word sanctifying or cleansing is a Greek word, and if I can say it correctly, I think it's ha e, yeah, ha to And what it actually means is to separate from something dangerous. Hmm. Is, wow. Isn't that interesting? That is it interesting. It means to move you. So it says by cleansing. Cleansing, it wasn't, we, we think it's like a full of soap, but we rush, we're, we're washing and, and cleansing with a, like a brush, something abrasive. But it's a, it's a covering and protecting type of word means I'm moving you away from something that is dangerous to you. Now, that adds a whole new dichotomy to that that whole passage, doesn't it? It It means that I'm not snatching you from something. I am lovingly removing the things that will cause you a deficit or cause you danger, that will cause you something that would hurt you. So um, in reading that passage, and when you look at it all over again, it says now – Matter of fact, you know, I'm going to read that passage. I'm going to read that passage. I'm going to read it with the right with the right meat writing in it. It says, "Now let's jump to where it is, so that he might sanctify her, having separated her from the dangerous things by the washing of the word, by the washing, yeah, by the washing of water with the word of God." So now, if you take it differently, differently, cleansing has a connotation. Cleansing has a connotation that you're dirty. Right. It sure does. Yeah, so if I say I'm coming to cleanse you, I, it's like buying you cologne for your birthday. You're saying that I smell funny? Is that why you buy me cologne? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not so, so fresh. So it says what you have to realize is that as a man, my words that I speak to you are not words of cleansing. They're words that strengthen you to prepare you to not move into areas that are contrary to where you need to be. Hmm. Because now the position that I stand in is no longer I'm not lording over you. I have now I have to live this thing. Because if I tell you not to go into the briar patch, how do I look walking into the same briar patch? <laughs> but on the other side of that, I can go into the briar patch and come back out and say, "Honey, that's not the briar patch we need to go into." Because when I'm moving you away from those things, I'm protecting you as in a person that will stand and receive a bullet for you to make sure it doesn't hurt you. But if I'm cleansing you, you're dirty. Wow. Something's wrong with you. Relationships have been placed there. If you really study the Word of God and you really study relationships, you realize that the communication bases that we have and the things that we have, we'll find out that it's slightly skewed because I understand the process is the man is the head, then there's the wife, there's the children. Right. It's the right. God triune, right? Yeah, the head is God, the 
body right. of Christ, and the right. Holy Ghost is the kids. So that's, in my household, that's what it was. My God, God is the head who tells everybody what to do. Right. My mom was the whole. My mom was Jesus who sent it down <laughs> to the Holy Ghost, which is the children that told us what to do, and the Holy right. Ghost did the work. So we did all the cleaning. So when <laughs> when Jesus' mom spoke, mom, after the kids get a certain age, that's what happened. You don't have to clean anymore. So right. the Holy Absolutely. Ghost, us, cleaned everything. We became the remote control. We were the moppers. We were the car mm. cleansers. Why? The process of But the difference is when you look at head, body, and spirit, you realize that he's not saying, okay, yes, I'm above you. No, he's mm. saying I'm in position. We want to put things into hierarchy when they're simply position. Wow, that's deep. You follow me? Because many times what I realize is, my position, I'm 6'6", six, six. and wow. if you are 5 foot, you look at me and you think I'm what? If I'm 6'6", six, six, you're 5 foot, you're five, what, do you, what, what do you consider me as? A giant. Right. Now, <laughs> it's rel- relative to your perspective. I was, in, I was in one of the malls in Georgia one day, and if, I don't know if anybody knows about basketball. There's a gentleman by the name of Tree Rollins that came walking in. And he walked beside me. Now I'm six six, and I'm looking down at the five foot person. The five foot person is looking at me as if I'm tall, and because of the position the five foot person is, they can re- refer to me as tall. But when I walk next to Tree Rollins, who was I think seven two or seven four, I then looked at him as tall. Wow. Now of course the five foot person was like, "That must be God. If you're tall, that's God." <laughs> so it, it's the perspective. The perspective is if I am going to take position of the head, and I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to step on some toes here. If I'm going to take the position of the head, I have to take the position all the way. I can't take the position in word alone. I can't take the position in in location alone. I have to take the position as head. If I take take the position as head, I then have to be concerned about the respect of everything around. Look at your natural head. Your natural head, if you hurt your finger, your natural head sends healing to your finger. If you hurt any, if you hurt something as simple as, and I know ladies have done this, you hit your you hit your your fingernail, mm-hmm. and your fingernail it it cracks. You don't just yep. let it hang off. The head nope. sends a signal to something as simple as the fingernail. Many times when you become the head and you don't understand the principles of how a godly head, you sit and yell out commands. You you yell mm. out commands. And so, well, the head doesn't do anything. No, the head is the brain center. It sends signal to every part of the body. It sends signal to everything. It's a signal sender. So it, it means that I have to be in a position to send the correct signal. If I'm not receiving a good signal, I can't send a good signal. So if right. I'm not receiving anything from God, I can't give you a good signal. I give you an opinionated signal. And what happens with an opinionated signal, it leads you down the wrong path. So that's my that's my monologue dissertation for anything for anything else. <laughs> that was well, that I was, like that, was that, and that that gives me a whole new insight. But I'm I'm going to challenge you a little bit here because That's some of my callers, so you, you know, they are they don't have uh, husbands who are who are living a submitted life to Christ, much less Christian at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a situation where, and I see it all the time because you know it, it seems like, especially in, in the black community, and of course you know we can come up with historical reasons as to why this happened, you know, from slavery on up. But the woman, we are very aggressive. Black women, we are aggressive. I know, I know, black sisters, sisters out there, are like, no, we're not. Yes, we are. And so we tend most of the time to take things over. 
And so a lot of us feel, and, I, you know, I cannot speak for everyone, but a lot of us, many of us feel uh, that you all don't lead at all. Y'all don't know how to be the head. Um, and the reality is uh, a, a lot of us didn't have two-parent marriages modeled to us, much less a godly marriage modeled to us. So already that communication uh, is, is hampered from, from just about from the start. What, what, do you, what do you have to say about that? Um, I'm getting off the phone. It was really nice talking to you, Tanya. Thanks for hang- <laughs> thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, that is that is such a deep and such an extensive explanation. I'm going to touch on a few things, but that would take that would take most of the show to really touch on it. There are a couple of things that I again when I mentioned that is there's a couple of things that you have to realize when you're when you're dealing with a relationship and you're dealing with somebody else. Many times we get married too quickly. We move too we we move too quickly into something because we write down on our, our, our little message board or on our little list and say I want them to be this and I want to be this and I want to be this. And then one thing happens within that list and all of a sudden, oh my God, this must be God because he did this and and I wanted him to do this or he smelled like this or he acted like this. And so we rush into something. And we never get the whole principle. The Bible even tells us that we need to count the cost. We really never count the cost. I was in a car one day with a young lady, and she was sitting behind me. She said, oh, you you know, everybody gets it. Oh, you're the relationship dude. Actually, I'm the communications dude in relationships. But praise the Lord, that comes in the book. So she says to me, she said, how do I know when I have found the man of God for me? And I said, do you really want to know? She said, yes. I said, the man of God for you is the man you can follow without reservation. Hmm. And she said, well, i got to ask questions. I said, did the word question ever come out of my mouth? (laughs) I never said question. I said, without reservation. And she said, well, what does that mean? I said, that means if he says we're going down this road, as a woman of God, you go down that road. Now, it's okay to say, well, baby, why are we going down this road? Now, any man that doesn't understand the, the 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 complexities of the mentality of a woman doesn't understand how to be married. A woman mm. needs information to insulate herself. That's how wow. she thinks. So if she's an incubator, imagine the incubator is the egg. The word you give her is an egg. The word, information you give her around her is the nest that nests the egg or nestles the egg so that the egg doesn't crack. So she needs information to nestle what you've given her. So if she's going down the street and she goes, okay, um, if I say we're going to Alabama, it's okay to ask questions about Alabama. It's okay to ask why we're going to Alabama. Because a good man will say, well, honey, we're going to Alabama for this, and we're going to Alabama for that, and we're going to Alabama for that. One of the things I wrote in the book, um, wrote in my book is just because she asks a, ask a whole lot of questions doesn't mean she's nosy. She needs safety, and information is safety to her. It's insulation to her. So she, I, she said, so you mean follow him without reservation? I said, without reservation. She said, well, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. I said, well, you asked me about the woman. You never asked me about the man. Hmm. I said, in order for the man to know the woman he wants, the man has to realize that to know that you are the woman for me it means I'm willing to die for you. What does that mean? That means I don't need a best friend. I don't need. See, I know some women want to, you know, I want my man to have friends. I don't want my my man to have all these different things. And that's cool. I'm not saying that that's not the, that's not the choice. But he has to be willing to get rid of everything because he's found a jewel. So he sells everything to purchase it. 
Now, speaking of finding a jewel, and let me just say this to our Music Box listeners. If you're just tuning in, you're hanging out and chillaxing on this fine Thursday evening with your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, right here on the Music Box. And we've got the Relationship Answer Man as our special guest tonight, Apostle William Dallas. He has a new book out. Tell us the title of your book one more again. The Art of Connection. Uh-huh. The art of connection, connection. and the we're talking about uh, relationships. So I have I have a question for you uh, that someone posed to me that they like to know what your answer is uh, mm-hmm. and what your insight on this is. Do you believe that everyone has a soulmate? In other words, do you believe just like Adam? You know, God said it's not good for him to be alone, so He created Eve. Uh, at, that was the only person that He had created for for Him at that time. So in that same being, do you believe that everyone has a soulmate? Yes or no? And if your yes. answer, well, whatever your answer is, I'd like you to explain why, in your opinion, you know what it is. Well, we can do this the deep way or the regular, <laughs> the deep way. Yes, I believe every woman, every woman has a soulmate. Every man has a soulmate. I believe everybody has a soulmate. Do I believe that there's one person walking on this planet that is the only person that you're going to connect with for the rest of your life? No, I do not believe that. I believe that God gives you choices, okay. and I believe that within those choices, there are people that fit the pattern for your life. Can I just throw a quick revelation out here? Now, matter of fact, God dealt with me about this two two days ago. Every person you get with, ladies, every person you get with men, there's a process and a path on their lives, on anointing on their lives. For example, Tanya, and I don't, no, no, let's not use Tanya because I don't know your husband, so I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, we'll use Tanya. Let's say, Tanya, right now, um, you're, you're married to somebody, you're married to a person that supports your music. Let's say you marry a guy that's a trucker. Okay. Okay. He's a trucker. He takes care of the household. He does everything he needs to do in the household, but he does not support your music because he's a trucker. He doesn't understand it. So hmm. what you find yourself is we try to be unequally. We try not to be unequally yoked. But when right. you are with somebody, understand the the purpose and the call of God on your life before you start, because women will cleave to something that causes security, that gives them security, but they never understand that there's something inside of them that gives them security, which is God. So they attach to the first person that offers them security or offers them freedom from the inquisition of where they used to be. Hmm. But they never understand that God has to put somebody in your life that will cultivate What's inside of you? Remember, the person that separates you stops you from going to those dangerous places. But he has to know your vision in order to stop you from going to dangerous places. Because one person's dangerous place is another place, another person's place of safety. Wow. Got that? Soulmates are those people that are connected to you, to your vision, and to God in a way that causes you blessing. They're connected to you, your vision and God that causes you to see God as he needs to be seen. Does okay, that mean now you, have you, you might uh, have instilled panic in a lot of people who are tuned in tonight who are like, hey, you know, that's just the definition you just gave. You know, they might be thinking, I don't have that. Is is there hope for those people? I mean, because as you stated, um, you know, we live in a microwave society. Our culture is just do it. Make it happen now. Fix it. If this person makes you angry, if it's not working out, you throw them away and go on to the next thing. You know, what if you married someone who does not support your vision? Uh, you know, you were in love and you got married and all that stuff, and now you're, you know, seven to ten years in and you realize this person doesn't support me and vice versa. What, what is what is one to do? Well, the 
the one thing that I tell everybody, as long as there is forgiveness, as long as there's time, there's hope. Wow. I like that. As long as there's, as long as there's forgiveness and as long, as, long as, there's as, time, as there's time, there's hope. There's hope. I like that. So you have to realize that within there being forgiveness, and see, we have to realize because well, let me finish. Let me let me answer that question before I go. As long as there's forgiveness and as long as there's time, there's hope. And most people, especially with women, women will lose lose hope because they set a certain a certain benchmark for where they're going to go, and if that benchmark is not realized, they're ready to leave. But everybody has to understand. Just like it took, fortunately for me, I was saved young. But I know people that just got born, they just received Christ in their forties or their fifties. If they had given up in their 30s because they said, well, I, it took so long to get Christ, or maybe I'm not going to never go, they would have missed their 40s. They would have missed relationships and friendships. So what has to take place, and I'm, this is because I'm speaking generally, I'm going to do this this way. If you're in a relationship like that, what you have to do is descend, and, and, and descend is a bad word, you have to get back to the basis of the relationship. Do you love him? Does he, Do you love her? Because that's where it comes from. I, if I love you, I want you to be successful in anything that you do. Wow. So you have to get back to that. We have left it and we've gone through the frills. Many of us are in relationships because of the frills. But the frills aren't the things that last in the late night hours. The frills no. aren't the things that go when the years have gone by and you see him every day and you hate the fact that he wears those same ugly socks or she goes <laughs> to bed with rollers in her head. The frills no longer last then. You have to find something in that relationship that says, I love you regardless to what goes on. So you have to, number one, get back to love. I said that, number one, for a friend of mine. You have to, number one, get back to the love. Number two, after you get back to the love, then you have to go buy my book. I'm sorry. After you get back to the love, <laughs> number one, you have to get back to the love. After you get back to the love, number two, you have to realize who that person is Amen. and who you are. Mm-hmm. So we get to the love, and we'll just say the next one is your identity. you got to get to that person's identity. Now, this can't be done by yelling and screaming at each other. It can't it be can't. done by that. It, oh, no, it can't be I'm done that way. <laughs> it's like, what? That's how we do it. I thought that was the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the standard. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. Number one, I, I, I totally agree, and I mm-hmm. am just this, this this whole love thing because I I think, and I'm sure you would agree. We, you know, our culture, and I'm talking about the 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 global community. This mm-hmm. word love, we have taken it, and it has turned into a, a very shallow. Um, it doesn't even mean you know especially when it comes to Hollywood and things like that, uh, the true essence of what the word love means. If you're just tuning in, you're hanging out with the other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, right here on the Music Box. And I want to invite you, if you have questions, we have a great guest in here today. His name is Apostle William Dallas. He has a book out called The Art of Connection, and he is Man, I call him the relationship answer man. He's here, and I want you to call in. All you have to do is dial 646 Six five two twenty one zero six with your question, or you can just you know chat us up on our chat room. I see y'all in the chat room. Hello there, Twitter, Facebook, me, whatever it is. If you if you don't feel comfortable calling in, uh, just go ahead and write that question in the chat room, and I would love to talk to. Uh, I will would love to ask your question on your behalf to Apostle William Dallas. Now, uh, 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 Uncle. We're about to yeah. take a quick music break, uh, and, but before we do that, I, I I have a question from a friend, 
who I don't know if, if you've noticed this, but it seems it seems like the trend uh, for women cheating on their spouses is on the on the rise. Believe it or not. And so her question for you is, why is there a double standard? She says there seems to be a double standard when it comes to when a man cheats and a woman's response, which I'm going to say eight times out of ten after we're done, you know, fussing and some of us cussing and keying your car and flattening, you know, your tires and all that, we forgive and take the spouse back. But if a woman cheats, oh, it's, it's, it's Hades to pay. So I want you to think about that. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on the music box coming up right now for your listening pleasure. We're talking about love and we're talking about relationships. Well, it's Real Love by my homeboy, D. Montrell. Enjoy the song. We'll be right back with Apostle William Dallas, the relationship answer man, right here on the music box with the other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. What we need is real love, not to say stuff. Cause yeah. it makes you break up. I like that. leaves you out of love. Yeah, I on the radio. The kind of love is really Sometimes we And everybody say they sing about love. Well, let me yeah. say this. What we need is real love, not to say stuff. Can it make you break up? I'll lead you out of love. What we need is real love, the kind of love that we really need. The kind of love that we need. Driving, open up the book and let me see if I can find out all we Let me see what this is saying so there be no more debate. No, as I read, I don't see nothing about talking down to another, another, another. And as I flip the pages over and keep reading, there's some things that I discover, discover, discover. The love is kind, can you hear the trouble by? I know you heard that before. Don't leave, wait, please, there's more. I don't see nothing about taking nothing off the body that don't appreciate you. And if you don't love yourself, don't expect nobody else to do the things for you that you want to do. Love, 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 Tell us uh, where we can go to purchase this book. It's called The Art of Connection. 
And you know what? I'm a communication major, and so my husband seems to think that this means I have communication on lock. I don't. <laughs> so what? I took classes on it. I don't have it on lock. And in women, we are just so different. We're, so, we're just different, okay? But the, the awesome thing is that God made these unique differences, and we can celebrate them and learn to understand them. And, man, I'm glad he did make us different because if two were the same, I don't know about you, the other one wouldn't be necessary. So all my love to my husband. I love him. He's handsome. He's fine. He's chocolate. He is dependable. He's reliable. And you know what? After 12 years, believe it or not, I am still, still in love. I'm still in love, y'all. <laughs> now, he does drive me crazy. And just to be honest, I have once or twice considered murder, if it were legal, only if it were legal. I, I think I think I probably would. You know, Apostle Dallas, I think if murder were legal and y'all would come back to life after two days, you hear me? Um, what? I, I think I would probably. <laughs> yes, I, I know, and I don't. I don't think I know. <laughs> That'd be great. Matter of fact, we wouldn't have room for buildings. There'd be so many graves. <laughs> that right there is um, Tim. He'll be up Friday. Mike was coming. I think Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, his wife hit him with a bat. Yeah, Jim. Oh my gosh, he shot him 17 times. He normally is two days. But only come back to life. Just you know, just yes. you know. So, mm-hmm. but yes, since that can't happen, of course, you know, right. I'm not going to dishonor God, and I sure wouldn't last in jail a day. But uh, that's love, man. Love is a many splendor thing, and you know what I've learned is. Even when it comes to my children, I I tell them all the time that my love for you is not based upon what you do right or wrong. Love is, I mean, isn't that what Christ did, Romans 8, 5 and 8? He commended his love toward us. So love is not something that you do just when someone deserves it. And that's a hard lesson, especially when someone betrays the marriage vows. And in this case, like I was telling you, I saw some statistics where, Women cheating is on the rise, and I'm not even sure that it's on the rise. I just think it wasn't reported as much in the 50s and the 40s because men, you know, went to work and women stayed home. Mm-hmm. But now, of course, women are more vocal. Um, you know, the feminist, feminist movement uh, took us leaps and bounds forward and in a lot of areas uh, backwards. And so women are actually encouraged to cheat on their spouses, really. Actually, women are encouraged to try to match uh, men in you all, you know, in the, the the nature that you all have to, you know, work against at times to be faithful to one person. We're encouraged to have more than one partner, even if we're married. I mean, it's crazy. So I mm-hmm. guess let me get back to my question because you know I can talk. What my girlfriend wants to know from you, in your opinion, she wants to know why is it such a double standard when a man cheats? Women, like I said, we are more likely to forgive. But when a woman cheats, it seems like y'all have a problem forgiving us. Why, why is that? Tanya, you're going to take me to some places. That I told you. <laughs> there will be a lynch mob sitting outside going, oh, Mr. Anselman. All right, Mr. Anselman. <laughs> i got to ask you the real stuff. You know, because okay. these are the things well, that you know we what? wonder, but we that really don't really want to hear talk about. Now. And on the music box, the place where you'll find love inside, we want to make sure people find truth inside, too. So I know it's a tough question, but you can handle it. <laughs> well, there, there are two sides to that. Number one, <clears throat> there, there's the emotional there's emotional grasp of something, and then there's the ego, there is the ego grasp of something. The emotional grasp is based in love. So hmm. love forgives. It's based okay. on love. 
Ego is based on possession. Hmm. So that means that I, I, when I, when something happens, you've taken my toy and you played with my toy. So in our minds, you, we go through the details of what you did to my toy in order for you to get my toy. So now I'm upset because you have ta- you've taken something that's according to ego with a touch of love. You, as a woman, because you're emotionally based, you have a love base. So that means that when he does that, your love overshadows your ego in, the, in a lot of cases. Not in every case, though, praise the Lord. <laughs> your love overshadows your ego. So you're based in love. That's why the children, When that's why the, the God made it the way. The children, you pour, you pour love into the children. That's why yeah, the Bible doesn't does. tell you to love your husband because you are, you're based in love. He tells us to love because we're based in ego challenging and we're hunters. Mm. So when women do something, men take it as a personal attack to their ego, to their mm. possession, to something that belongs to them. Now, would you like to go a little bit deeper in it, just a little bit? I'm scared, but go ahead. <laughs> well, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. Okay. <laughs> now, God is God is going to always allow that to be true. The reason God is going to allow that to be true because what the only access to this planet is the womb of a woman. Wow. So God protects that womb by putting a, a stigma in the spirit, in the minds, in the hearts of men, of people. That's wrong for a woman. That stigma says, I, you are now entering into the access. That place is to access this planet. And now that you've allowed that access to be contaminated because you're putting everybody, everything in the planet, in, in the womb, in the, everything in the highway, God, you, that's where the problem happened. That happened with that. He doesn't know why. He doesn't want anything to come through that place. That's his number one. Number two, ours is an. We, we are we're accessing parts of your inward being. Hmm. It's a soul connection. It's a spiritual connection, and it's actually a physical connection. I am actually literally inside of your being. Hmm. And so God is going to protect that because that womb was set. To access, that's the only access. That's the only way you can come into this planet. You through that womb. We right. don't, we as men, we don't we don't have it. All we do is plant stuff. Right. We just plant, 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 plant. So that access has to be protected. So God is placing. He's the stigma will never change. You guys can sleep with every man moving, and you can start a, a an association going. We don't care. We're gonna do it anyway. God will make sure that because that, that's his place. That's his access. That's his door. That's what he placed there. And I, I hear you saying that. And so just me being real, I understand all that. I just still think it's unfair because in this particular situation, which I won't go into detail, of course, um, you know, it's been years since her offense, and he cannot get over it. When if it were the other way around, they would have moved on by now. Sure. I, I'm almost positively sure. Um, and, you know, I know that I've said to many times, God, something isn't fair. And he, said, and he will always say to me, but I'm fair. So I know God is fair. Okay. But I also understand that we live in a fallen world because of Adam and Eve and blah, 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 blah. But it just ain't fair is what I'm trying to say. It's just not fair. I think I just – It's not just, going to be fair. There are things that you guys get away with we'll never get away with. That's, oh, there's a fairness balance. Please, us? <laughs> <laughs> there's a fairness balance. There's a – there's a fair, there's a fair. I mean, I I know one situation where the the um, young lady gets upset, and when she gets upset, she she starts swinging at the husband. Now she's never hit oh, him, but no. she gets to swinging, 
and he'll, he'll back up. And I, he said, Dallas, I don't really think he she really wants to hit me because he's like six eight, two hundred eighty thousand pounds. So I mean that whole thing. But you, if if that happened and she got she broke her nail, she could call the police. And all of a sudden he's in jail okay. and he didn't have. She, you follow me? It's, yeah, yeah, it's a balance right. in the overall, but yeah, it's 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 right. the it's the things that we want to be equal in for the wrong reasons. I wouldn't want my wife to be equal in the fact that I can sleep with seven women, she can sleep with seven men. I don't want you wow. to be I wouldn't want to be equal in that. I don't want that. I don't want the balance. Now, back to this forgiveness thing, if I may touch on that for just a second. When that happens, now you have to re- you have to realize, I think I told everybody how men process. They process body, mind, then spirit. Okay? Okay. A, a man processes body or external Mental, then spiritual. A woman is mental, spiritual, then physical. Mental, physical. I mean, I'm sorry. Mental, yeah, right, right. Mental, physical, spiritual. So now, a man is external. So every time he sees something, that thing is glued on his brain, and his mind continually reminds him. So he's going external mind, external mind, external mind. So that's going to, it's like a broken record. You ever had a song in your head and it just keeps playing and playing and playing and playing and playing and playing? And playing? That's what happens Absolutely. with him. external mind, <clears throat> external mind. Now, a woman, she's mind, then spirit. So mind says, this happened. Spirit says, forgive it. Mind says, this happened. Spirit says, forgiveness. That's why a woman will continually go back to a man because her mind says, this happened. Her spirit says, forgiveness. His body says it happened. So he physically feels that every time she does it. Every time wow. he thinks about it, he physically feels her leaving, sneaking out. And then he goes from that to his mind. So his mind is saying, how does she get out the house? What does she do? Did she do it last time? Did she do it Friday? How many times did she do it? Why did she do it? Wow. I can't believe she did it. And so he's playing that around, and it's back and forth and 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 back and forth until he can't shake it anymore. And guess what? He cannot get rid of it until he takes those two things and brings them to the spirit. Wow. And it's so difficult to do. I I I I'm seeing that that that's true and it is because you know in the in their case he has a lot of questions and often it's the same questions even though like I said this offense happened years ago. He is still asking the same questions. So you know, I again, I I I am amazed and I am in awe <laughs> at the way God designed women and men, and the way we're so different, but yet the way we complement each other as well. And I know uh, I was watching uh, Dancing with the Stars. I don't really have a lot of time to watch TV, but I, I, not Dancing with the Stars. I'm sorry. Boo! I don't like the show. I'm talking about. <laughs> so you think you can dance? <laughs> oh, oh, I love there that. There is I love a couple on there. That. Actually, it's tons of couples. But it, it, my point is, I just marvel at the beauty uh, that men and women can create when we work together in in unity and harmony. And that's not always, um, it's never easy. So, you know, I know it takes a lifetime to become one, and it takes a lifetime. Actually, I don't know if we'll ever really learn to communicate um, effectively all the time. But I really love how you break it down with how women and men process. So men process body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And women, we process mind, spirit, body. 
Exactly. So if a man wants to get to a, a woman's body, he has to do, and he knows this. A man says things to her mind, tantalizes her mind, says a couple of spiritual things. And ladies, <laughs> let me say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I apologize. Please forgive me. Anybody, you you, there are a couple of things you have to realize about men. And Tanya, you're probably gonna have to bring me back, or they won't. They're gonna banish me because they're gonna be picket signs outside. <laughs> I doubt. Uh, look, of the virtual green room. Thanks for the pride, for the virtual project. <laughs> ah. Let me explain something to you ladies. Men are trained and conditioned to talk. That's what we're, we're conditioned to talk, but not to communicate. Hmm. We're conditioned to talk. Salesperson talks fast, talks fast. He's not communicating. He's trying to get to the point. I want this. I want this. Give me two of those, five of those. How many times? Now, every once in a while, you see those auctioneers, they're women. But you hear those men auctioneers, they know how to talk fast, to say, come on, they're conditioned to commun- to talk but not communicate. Women are conditioned to communicate and not really talk. What does that mean? You're riding down the street, and you're, you and your wife are sitting, and the husband and the wife are sitting in the car, and the wife looks at the husband and says, how was your day? He says, it was good. The husband looks at the wife and says, how was your day? She takes a deep breath, and she says, I was older than him. Tell me, can I say, what shoes? Red shoes? I can't even believe she red shoes. She put the shoes on. She put the shoes on. Have the shoes off. She goes, oh, now. Nice. I, like, I couldn't believe my boss. He said, but he said, what? How many times did I told you not to do that? I said, no, I don't know what you're telling me. I popped his head because he, he don't tell me what to do. I'm a grown woman. You... <laughs> and we hear, womp, 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 Because about the five, the first 15 or 20 minutes, he, we're, we've, we've run out of words to use. Right. But I'm saying that to say this, because what happens many times, women, you have to realize that he is external, so everything he talks about is going to be external. Once he gets past the external, it's going to be mental. And so once he gets past that place, you wait for him to get to the to spiritual place. If he never gets there, it's not there. So wow. when he and begins that's scary to talk, because especially in in the black church, and this is mm-hmm. a little bit controversial, we have no time to to get to this. But I've I've heard many black men say that you know church is for for black you know for black women. I'm talking within the black community because it's it's emotional based, and they you all mm-hmm. are more logic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. a lot of you know that's you know I've heard it said that that's why at that time when it was you know booming you know with the Nation of Islam and things like mm-hmm. that, black right. men drove you know they 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 ran to that they clung to that you know in in the droves if you would. But again, that's another topic for another time. We have a question in the chat room, and uh, they wanted to know how long should a couple. Uh, court or date before marriage Now before you answer that question We're just going to take a real quick music break I just want to remind you If you're just tuning in Hi Isaac in the chat room If you're just tuning in You are chillaxing with your homegirl And your other sis National recording artist Tanya Dallas Lewis Make sure you follow me on Twitter At Tanya D. Lewis And if you're a SAGMA member Please, please, please Please may I have your votes In category number 6 and 14 On the 27th Stellar Award first round ballot. God is good. We're going to hear just a little bit of Dance With You. This is on my debut CD entitled Miracles. It's track number four, and I wrote it, and basically it just talks about 
just imagining what it would be like to dance in Jesus' arms. And I don't know about you all. Some of you don't have any problems, and life is just great, and everything's okay. And then there's some of you who are in a wilderness experience, and God has told you that you're staying there. There's something he needs you to learn and, and, and things that he needs to show you, and you can't Get it? You can't get out the wilderness until you learn and get all the stuff that he wants you to grasp. This song is for you. It's called Dance With You. Just a few minutes, and we'll come right back with Apostle William Dallas. He is the author of The Art of Connection, and he is the relationship answer man on today's The Music Box with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. But when I dance with Jesus, I can just look in his eyes and all my problems, all my circumstances, they all melt away because I'm reminded that God is bigger than my circumstance. <laughs> and he is a loving God. And no matter what, even if he doesn't change my circumstance at the moment that I want it, because, you know, we, we children, you know, children of God, we are spoiled brats. <laughs> we have amnesia, and a lot of times we just are just, children, okay? But I know that even if he does not change my circumstance, that he can still change my heart. And I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. Of course, this is the Music Box with the other sister, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. We have a couple more questions for the Relationship Answer Man. I'm talking about Apostle William Dallas. He's our guest on the Music Box. He is the author of his latest book, the Art of Connection. To all my Louisville, Kentucky family, I will be getting on the plane first thing tomorrow morning. So all my family here at the Music Box, please keep me in your prayers as I go to Louisville, Kentucky to be a part of the He Look Beyond My Thoughts concert. That's right. 
they named the concert after my former single. Isn't that amazing? So all my love to Broderick Purvis and Audra Weed and everybody in Kentucky. Shout out to Austin Moore. Can't wait to get there. Apostle William Dallas, are you still there? I'm still here. All right, now we we had a question, uh, but I think this other question follows into it, and it's a deep question. And we have about maybe five minutes left, but I want you to touch on it, and I'm I'm warning you, this one is a little bit tough. Now, this comes from uh, someone in the chat room, and actually I actually got this question via text. And he wanted to know, you know, actually let me read the question instead of paraphrasing it. It says, my question, what if you were married previously and that person wasn't in line with your vision. They weren't in line with your vision, but you still want that special person in your life. You want to remarry, but you don't want to make another mistake. What should a person in that situation do? Well, there, there are two things they have to do. Number one, well, well there's more than two. There are two bases to keep, to keep the time down. Number one, get to the point of understanding what your real vision is and who do you want in your vision. Many times we say we have a vision, and we don't, for example, Tanya, you sing all the time. You sing. You're always singing. Sing, when I talk to you, I'm singing. You're singing in the kitchen. You sing. That's that's the vision. So once you establish that vision, then what you have to do is wait for the for the Lord, and this is probably a little bit more spiritual, wait for the Lord to lead you to that person that understands that vision. And then mm-hmm. kind of point, jumping onto this last one, how long does that take? There will be a place in that relationship or in that connection where you know that there's harmony and there's no secrets. Wow. There's harmony and there are no secrets. Now, here's what I want you to understand, though. I don't mean drudging up. I was watching uh, some show, but I don't mean drudging up all the old stuff. When I was nine, I shot somebody in the head with a BB gun. When I was 12, (laughs) that's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is when there comes a point and that click happens in the spirit where you can almost feel the truth coming from that person. And they don't have a problem saying, look, here, take my little black book, set it on fire. I don't care. You're it. I don't want anything else. I don't want anybody else. I don't want any, whatever, I I come naked to you. And the way that most people see, I'm a real big proponent of you pray always. Pray it all the way through. Pray with that person. Don't pray with them exclusively, but every once in a while pray with them. Because sometimes when you begin to pray, you begin to connect before God wants you to connect. Mm. So what you have to do is you have to pray, pray those things, pray the openness, pray that. Now, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor with God. Listen to me very closely, and I'm going to touch on this, and I'm going to turn this back over to you, Tanya. The, I, I always give this analogy. If you've lost your keys inside the house, and I think I said this to you last time we talked, if you lost your keys inside of the house, at what point do you know you found your keys? The point that you see them. Hmm. Not the point that you pick them up. The point that you see them, not the point that you possess the keys, the point that you, your eyes identify where the keys are. That's the point that you find it. So the he that finds the wife, men, when you see her, God will automatically start things in your life to begin to change. Hmm. Because that's the point of favor. When you find what God has for you, it will bring favor. It will bring change. Yeah. It will start to make sense to you. And how long does it take from that point on? I tell most people, if I could get you to for, just for a whole month not to see that person and to talk to that person on the phone and watch all the dead time. If there's dead air where you don't have anything to say, either one of two things is happening. Number one, what you really want to say, you can't say yet. Or 
you don't really want to open up and say, this is who I am. Because the more you talk, the more honesty comes or the more lies come. Ooh, that, man, that was, hey, he's awesome, y'all. <laughs> he's, he's left me without anything to say, which is why you all have to make sure that you pick up his book, The Art of Connection. Uncle, oh, where website. can they go to find this book? I have people in the chat room and people hitting me up on a text message saying they want this book. How can they get your copy of your book, The Art of Connection? If they go to the website, it is art, the number two, and the word connection.com. Art, A-R-K, I mean, excuse me, A-R-T, the number two, and com- connection, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N.com. And you'll find it there. As a matter of fact, everybody needs to go on. There's a there's a, a register for women and there's a register for men. And what I do every once in a while, I give you um, – Tips on how to romance your husband, or tips on what you say to what you say to your wife, and you can ask me any questions, and those questions are strictly private, and they are just for women. I send out every once in a while a a, a blog or a um, a message that says today's today's word is. Today, just tell your husband how many times you love him. Do one thing for him every hour. Buy a tie shoe, rub his foot, do something for him every hour to kind of keep the love going. So go on the website, kind of go through there. Let me know you're there. Um, send me a message, and you can also get the book off the website. It's, you can see it on the front page, and it's art2connection.com, art2connection.com. And oh, that is the number two? That's the art, the number two, the mm-hmm. word connection.com. All right, folks, there you have it, art2connection.com. I'm encouraging you. I'm imploring you. This man of God has given up his time tonight and has shared his wisdom. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We Music Box family want to show him some love, and I want to, you know, just encourage you all to go to his website, art2connection.com. That's A-R-T-2, the number two, the word connection.com, and pick up his book. Matter of fact, spend some time on the website and and, uh, learn some new things and get to know this awesome man of God. We've had so much fun, and they say when you have fun, the time goes by so fast, and it does. It does, it does. I just want to say that I appreciate you. I love you. I appreciate you because you're real, uh, because you're candid, and because you don't mind saying the tough things. And uh, I just want to make sure you you knew that. Thank you very much. I thank you for just being you, just as bubbly and happy and just to see the joy of the Lord. You just really, you really illustrate the joy of the Lord, and I praise God for that. And your labors of love and your labors of music will not be unanswered. They are not in vain. They are not in vain. It seems like a struggle right now, but there's a cycle of life that God is now bringing you to the completion of. And in that completion, the world will know the person that spent time with God because your songs will illustrate the presence and the love of God. So don't worry about that. It's happening. God is making sure you be seen. I receive that. Amen. I love that. We have a message for you from the chat room from Isaac. He says he's on your site and he's ordering a copy of his book, of your book, right now. So, man. I'm happy for you. (laughs) 
just happy to know you. <laughs> I'm glad to be All in the All right. Well, folks, we want to thank you so much for uh, just tuning in and chillaxing one more Thursday with your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. And if you just tuned in, you missed it. Apostle William Dallas, the Relationship Answer Man, was here. He's still here on the line. Don't worry. I will definitely have him back again, if he would agree, uh, in the future. And we, there's so much to talk about when it comes to communication. I mean, just it's endless, right? So you know we have to have him back. And, again, he is the author of his latest book and work, The Art of Connection. So make sure you guys go out and show some love. I hope you have a good weekend, kind sir. I do. <laughs> Did you say you do too? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. my dear. I will talk to you mm-hmm. soon, and thank you again for you've officially been boxed for the second time on the music box with your other sister, well, your other <laughs> niece, your Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my niece. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, you. God, God bless. God bless. We had us some fun, 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 and like I said, if you just tuning in, uh, man, you missed it. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. You missed it. Well, I'm excited. Uh, got a long day on tomorrow. Man, I'm going to be uh, getting on the uh, airplane. I think my flight leaves at 7.57. I'm not even sure. I think that's right. Headed to Louisville to celebrate and uh, just have a great time at the He Look Beyond My Thoughts weekend with WLOU Radio, with Purvis, with his church, Shiloh. We're going to have a blast. I'm going to be in concert there. Matter of fact, the choir at Shiloh is practicing. They've been rehearsing for weeks. The Greatest, that's track number eight on my CD. And so that's going to be fun to sing that song with a live choir and musicians in the background. That's singing in the background. That's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I will keep you all posted on that. Of course, you guys know I need your prayers and your thoughts uh, for this 27th annual Stellar Award, first round ballot. Yours truly has made appearances in categories number six and 14. So show your love, not just to me, but my fellow independent artists like Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church. Their choir is up there, as well as Tanya Baker, Todd Delaney, Todd Ledbetter, uh, T-Rep Reps, Eva Saviano, the Velasquez family. And if I forgot to name somebody, I'm sorry. But uh, we indies are doing it big in Jesus Christ. We are not independent. We are so dependent on the love and prayers and support of all of our friends, family, and fans. All right, well, I'm going to try and leave that with you all today with my current single, When He Calls Your Name. It's in the top 100 on all three official gospel charts. And uh, let's see if I can get it to play. The last time I couldn't get it to play. Let's. Oh, there it goes. But you guys, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Remember to tell those that you love that you love them. And you know what? If you didn't hear those three words this week, hear it from me. I love you, but God loves you more. It's a music box for Tanya Dallas-Lewis. It's a place where you'll find love inside. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I will see you guys, Lord willing, same time, same place, next week. I love y'all. Take care.